This week, the Music Biz Weekly podcast, we talk all about adding social networking to your music streaming listening. Needle Music adds a layer on top of what you're listening to, what you're playing, what you're engaging with, and creates a social network out of your music so you can become an influencer and a creator about what you're listening to. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Michael Brandvold. I am flying solo again. Jay had a last-minute commitment come up that he had to deal with um so i'm holding the the fort down this week jay should be back in a couple weeks um but before we get anywhere here with this amazing interview uh about social networking in the music space quick shout out thanks to bruce and everybody at hypebot and bands in town for everything you do to support the music biz weekly podcast and of course Thank you to um, thank you to uh, bands. <laughs> thank you to our sponsors, Banzoogle.com, built by musicians for musicians. Banzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Banzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world, from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the features you need for a professional website are already built in, including hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates, tools to sell your music and merch commission-free, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters, social media integrations, and of course, amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. So we got a great offer for all of our listeners we put together. Head over to bandzoogle.com, sign up, try it for free for 30 days, and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. That's all one word, no spaces, MUSICBIZWEEKLY promo code, and you'll save 15% off the first year of any subscription. And of course, discmakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but still such an important role for physical media for today's musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small at selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts, online, and at gigs. It's become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So another great offer for you. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, make sure you use this promo code. It's all one word again, no spaces, free biz. Use the promo code free biz and you'll save up to $150 in shipping costs. So this week, we're sitting down and we're talking to Mick from Needle Music. Now, Needle Music is a 
social networking layer that's added on top of your music streaming services. Right now they're beta testing and it's a, working with Spotify. They'll soon be work, launching with Apple and SoundCloud, but it adds a whole social networking layer on top of your music and what you're listening to. You got to listen to this because I think social networking in the music world is missing. It's one of the last pieces that, that these, these big streaming services haven't been able to crack. Spotify pulled theirs. Apple's failed a couple times at trying to launch it. Check out Needle Music. Check out Mick, and we'll see you at the Visit end. bizweeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate you. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome Mick Porter, who's the co-founder of Needle Music, to Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Mick, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Excited to chat. So I've been I've signed up and I'm checking out Needle Music, but why don't you give everybody kind of the five minute elevator pitch on what Needle Music is, what the app is all about and and what you're hoping to achieve? Yeah, of course. So Needle really is just a social layer built on top of existing streaming services. So right now we're still in our beta with Spotify, but the idea is for there to be an easier and more streamlined way to find and share music between people, as opposed to the algorithms dominating the discovery experience and the current barriers that exist when trying to share song links, playlists, etc. cetera. Um, so I created Needle with two of my close friends, really out of necessity um, to find and share music with each other and with our friends, regardless of where we may live in an easier fashion. And, you know, one person would have Apple, one person would have SoundCloud, the other person would have Spotify. And we just thought that regardless of streaming service, you should be able to use each other as touch points for music sharing, music discovery, and more importantly, as a way to connect to others and fortify new and existing relationships through the medium of music, which we like to say is the only universal language. Exactly. So correct me if I'm wrong here, because I want to try and, and distill this down. Is Needle Music basically a social network that you've built to sit on top of the streaming services? Exactly. It's, it's as simple as that. <laughs> and, and from, you know, when, when we hear, oh, we're building, when we hear anybody saying, oh, we're building a social network, you know, everybody's mind goes, oh my God, it's another Facebook. It's another Twitter. It's another whatever. In that sense, are you hoping to build out a full encompassing social network on top of the music layer? Or are you kind of restricting or limiting the focus of what your network is going to be all about. Yeah. So that's what makes us different is we are built strictly for music, for music sharing, for music curators, listeners, for people that want to become music influencers, right? They exist in the real world, whether it's your local DJ, uh, celebrity artist, you know, that friend that always controls the aux cord, they exist in the real world, but there's no digital space for you to crowdsource, crowdsource music and use the people whose music you really care about and want to stay in touch with um, in an easy way and, and be able to, you know, leverage their music as your own. So um, we have some pillars of our products, such as messaging, which has kind of become like a discord for music where we have groups based around genre, based around location. We have artists that even have group chats with their fans on the app. 
Um, and then we have, you know, some some more dynamic features that are more about the music with a song of the day feed, where it's kind of like a radio station curated by your friends, where every day you get to see new music and you can filter it by genre, filter it by, you know, the top curators on the app, filter it by your favorite users. And then your profile page, which is a hub of your listening that we like to call your audio biography, which really is just a reflection of your life in music and shows the top songs that you've posted, shows your featured playlists, shows your songs in rotation which is your you know vibe of the day or of the moment so really we just wanted to create a place for people to connect through the medium of music so having a social network is is obviously the bread and butter of that but we are staying very focused in our approach and making sure that it's just about the music and that people really just leave the app feeling better than when they joined it so is this a place where a user is going to go and share what they're doing today, what they had for lunch today, that sort of stuff, or or it, it, it's not, or is it not a absolute free form network in that sense where you can just post whatever you want? Is it always got to be associated to basically uh, a, a some music from a streaming service? Yeah, exactly. You pretty much can only post songs or playlists. You can, of course, write messages in our messaging features but we've been very mindful of starting this platform without even captions or comments to really make sure that it strictly stays about the music and that we are stoking positivity on our platform we really at our core want to be a social media that leaves people feeling better you know after using it as i said than when they joined it um, and we think music is just an inherently positive medium where you know not everyone can be an influencer feel great about themselves on Instagram um, and photos and things of that nature, but everyone can take value from finding their new favorite song or for sharing a song with their friend or making a new friend based on a shared love of music. So those are the type of interactions that we're trying to stoke and facilitate on the platform. So from, from the basics though, you do allow individual users to find and follow. And I don't know, do you call it friend? to friend yeah. somebody so you can build a network of people. Is that at, at the core yeah, of all this? Exactly. So that's pretty much how it works right now. Um, where we're going is continuing to allow people to connect with people they actually don't even know in the real world or in digital platforms um, that have a similar taste in music as them. So being able to just create new bonds and, and allow people to meet others that have a shared love of music and their particular taste in music. That's where we're going towards this because we've seen just from our users and feedback that some of their favorite parts and, and really the most powerful platform um, it, the reason that they love our platform is because they're being able to meet new people that they can then form relationships in real life with um, based on music. So we have people that are dating from Needle. We have people that, you know, go to concerts together for the first time from Needle. Um, so we really, we really are just creating a music community at the end of the day. Now, now, when I signed up as a user, individual user, I connected it to my Spotify profile. Are you going to have a way for a band as an entity to create a profile so people can follow a band? Yeah, of course. You can have multiple accounts. You can have a personal one, an artist one, or a group one. We have multiple bands on the app. We have DJs. We have record labels. Um, you know, we envision businesses being able to utilize this platform as well. So imagine 
you know, a nightclub being able to broadcast what was played or the highlight of the songs that were played the night before without you having to actually go to the club. And we envision a world where you have a curator economy rather than the creator economy that we're seeing right now, where I would actually pay for access to certain people's music and playlists and, you know, some a la carte functionality there. So so then let me ask you, how does that, because I'm maybe I missed it in my sign-up process, as a user, I connect it to my personal Spotify profile. A band doesn't have a personal Spotify profile. They've got a you know Spotify for Artists page. And of course, the individual members can have their personals. But how does a band go into Needle and say, okay, I want to create the band profile, but what do they connect it to? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, whoever's using it can connect to their Spotify. If there's multiple band members, whoever's using it at that moment can connect to their Spotify. Um, so it really doesn't so, matter. But, it's, but it's, con it's connecting users. to the personal Spotify, not to the artist's official page, right? Yeah, but there's no difference, to be honest, because um, the only thing you're using with the Spotify connection is an ability to save songs to your Spotify account or to easily post a reflection of what your most listened to songs have been recently. I got, I got, it's I got not it. like we're funneling. We're yeah. not just auto funneling the top songs by bands onto the platform because there's no difference between your Spotify page and needle. We're showcasing their curation and what they're actually listening to in real life. And, you know, yes, that may be their own music, but for the most part, that's actually other artists' music. So got, got there's, there's so, a difference there. So, so it is, it is more focused on the mu individual musicians in a band and what they're listening to and what they're doing, because as a band, a band can't, you know, again, Spotify doesn't give the band the ability to listen as a band. It's the individual band members that listen. Yeah, I'm just trying to, to visualize how this works. Um, Same idea as an Instagram too, right? Where you'll have a band page and then you have individual pages. So it can work in similar ways. But, but I guess my confusion is a band doesn't play music on Spotify. A band doesn't have a personal account where they that's they, that's the issue right that, that's right, the gap right in the market that, we want to see what the band is listening to we all we also want to see what the individual band members are listening to it's really up to their discretion what they exactly to i mean honestly this is something i've always looked at spotify going you build this spotify for artists official landing page but that page can't go out and listen can't go out and do all the stuff that an individual account can do on on spotify it's sort of like they they spotify has a disconnect between those two things it's like why not give the band the same ability to go out here and listen to music and follow what the band is doing as opposed to individual band members um so you you've got it with spotify right now and it seems to me this is sort of you know, for for people who have been using Spotify since the beginning, we look back and remember a point in time when Spotify used to have social pretty yeah, heavily had more social features had a yeah. lot more social features in there. You again, you could follow your friends and you could see what your friends are listening to and all that sort of stuff. And that's all been removed. Um, are you basically saying we're adding that element, that layer back in, which 
and I don't want to focus on Spotify because we also know Apple has failed miserably at trying to do their own social networks around Apple Music and iTunes. I mean, Ping went nowhere, um, which to me is like social needs to be a critical part of these streaming services. It really does. It's a natural to want to know what your friend is listening to, what they're doing, what do they like, who are they following. And it sounds like that's the layer you're trying to bring back into this streaming world. Yeah, absolutely. We're trying to take it even another level. And, you know, one of the issues that we see in the socializing of music or the social inherentness of music and the lack thereof in existing products is the fact that, you know, even if Spotify has an awesome social ecosystem, you can't interact with two thirds of the world that listens to music, right? You can't interact with the other streaming services. So we believe that to have a truly social music experience, you should be able to engage with each other regardless of streaming service. And all the meanwhile, while still driving the underlying streams and hitting the core objectives for those streaming services, which is total engagement time, listening time, subscriptions, et cetera, et cetera. So we think that through Needle, we can actually elevate you know, all platforms increase the size of the listening pie because people are spending more time engaging with their music on the platform, thus increasing the amount of streams that are used, et cetera, et cetera, um, through Needle. So we're really excited about that. And then also just some of the kind of unique product features we have where we have a song credit feature where you can actually track how a song moves across a group of people. Um, and there's just a lot of insights to be pulled from that. Now, your beta testing right now with Spotify, I think you mentioned Apple and SoundCloud. What are the other music services that are on your radar? And then related to that, are there restrictions that these different services are, are putting out there to prevent you to do certain things? Or are you not really relying on any API connections into the various services. Does that make sense? No, of course. It It's a continually changing um, environment. I mean, we are certainly reliant upon the streaming service APIs and SDKs that they put out there for third parties to build on. And the reason they do that is because it's beneficial for them to have more eyeballs on their platform, more streams on their services, more end users and subscribers. We've driven hundreds and hundreds of Spotify premium users already onto the on via our platform because they want to use our platform. So, um, you know, Spotify just updated their SDK eight days ago. So we're, you know, we had to integrate with their new SDK. So it happens every so often, but um, it's a mutually beneficial situation for third parties to try and just increase um, both the size and the amount of time spent um, of users on their platforms. So what, what are the next services you're planning to launch? Yeah, Apple and SoundCloud are are the next two, and then Deezer will be close behind it because we have a, a decent foothold um, of French users right now, and that's the most prominent streaming service in France. Um, so those will be our next three, and we've had some some great discussions with some of those streaming services to get some partnership API opportunities and to just allow us the full suite of functionality because really we're just trying to create a better ecosystem and experience for their users and continue to just you know, enhance their core objectives as businesses. Now, I, I I love what your your concept and idea here is putting that social layer on top of the streaming services and that you plan to 
roll out more services. But I look at this as, well, this is a music social network, not a streaming social network, meaning, well, YouTube is a huge part of the, the music world. Ticketing, concert dates, tour dates is a huge part. And, you know, as a, as a fan and as a marketing person, I'm sitting here going, wow, it would also be great to see what videos they're listening to on YouTube. What the concert, oh, I, I, I discovered something. Let me immediately see the concert dates because they're pulled in from bands in town. And now I can see when they're coming to town. Is that a bigger down the road? Yeah, vision? absolutely. That's in the roadmap. And you're, you're speaking music to my ears where it's kind of that broader curation um, opportunity and, and showcasing multiple types of media experiences within the music industry that you're engaging with and that you want to showcase and, um, you know, share with others really at the end of the day. So, um, we have, we have some space for third party links for that exact reason for concert tickets for other social medias, um, and things of that nature in our new profile page. And I even want to integrate eventually with music videos, right? Cause, uh, music videos are kind of having a renaissance and I think they're incredible art forms. So yeah, whether it's um, YouTube or Vivo or somebody Vivo, like, yeah. like that, they have an API. Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull in music videos. Now, you know, I know you 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 want to avoid people just posting updates, updates, updates. You want everything related to music. But as a marketer and somebody who works with bands, as a as an artist, I want to also be able to share exciting news. You know, hey, we just announced our new tour. Hey, we just, you know, we just an countless announcements, you know new album is being announced and the pre-order is going to be available, blah, blah, blah. What's going to be, what, what's your outlook and how do you feel about approaching letting maybe a subset of users post non-music elements, meaning, oh, here's a link to Rolling Stone because they've got this news article about us. Here's a, here's exactly. a link to, you know, I, list the countless websites that hit our press release. We want to share this news with the people who are following us. Yeah, absolutely. So the way it'll look in the short term is in the form of captions and links, because um, that's really the majority of the functionality you need. But we're continuing to build out our tools for artists and verified curators where they will actually have uh, a more broad ability to share different types of media, have some more functionalities. And, you know, users will likely be able to pay for that um, if they aren't you know, verified curators, because the way you become a verified curator on our app is by earning enough points um, to get that blue check mark and reach that status. And it's a continually moving target as people get more points and we onboard more users. Um, but it's it's certainly a sign of prestige. And right now we have at last count, like 56 verified curators on the platform. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very exciting. And we've already seen the proof of concept in being able to trend music through those curators and through our platform, because really what we're doing is creating a grassroots ecosystem for music listeners, lovers, curators, and thus we're seeing music trend on our platform months before it trends on Billboard Top 40. So, you know, we really think we can promote music in a really grass level way uh, through needle so you mentioned points and i noticed that when i had signed up is that sort of a are you are you sort of doing a gamification so to speak of of this and 
what activities earn points? What do you do to earn points? So in order to earn points, you have to curate music. So share music and then get, get engagement on that music. So it's a reflection of the engagement your music has received. So it's really an indicator of how good of a curator you are and how engaged um, you know, your followers are with your music. And then on the flip side, you can also earn points for your music consumption on the platform. So if you're listening to five hours of music a day, we think that there's some value to be extracted in that as opposed to, you know, someone that listens to five minutes of music per day, because right now on streaming services, there's really no difference and you, you can't tell and you, you get no incentive or no reward for being a great music curator or a very engaged music consumer so um, we're creating an ecosystem and a points economy where you can now use these points for other real life value and benefits such as concert tickets event access nfts we've we have some great partners already lined up um, that want to transact with our ecosystem and our points because there's value in the most engaged music listeners and the best music curators. So um, that's part of the value we're extracting. So uh, you mentioned music listening. When you click a link in Needle, will it start playing directly within Needle, pulling it from the service you've connected your profile to? So if I've connected to Spotify, it's pulling the music from Spotify and that's what I'm listening to. Or if somebody is it playing just based on whatever the person shared, whether it would be Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, how does that work? And then related to that, because I've seen other companies do this. If you're not a premium member, a paid member of the streaming service, you only listen to the 30 second preview. If you are a full premium member, you listen to the entire song. Is that the way it works as well? Correct. Yeah. So it, it'll get registered by whoever the listener is. So if you're using Spotify and you click on the song of the day, it'll count a stream for Spotify. Um, right now, as mentioned, we're still in our beta. So Spotify premium users are able to listen to full songs, able to pretty much do everything on, on needle that they can do on Spotify. They're able to like songs that automatically save to their library on Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. And then if you're an Apple SoundCloud, you know, Amazon music, YouTube, Deezer, et cetera, user right now, you can only listen to the 30 second previews, which is why we've had a lot of people buy Spotify premium subscriptions over the last few months. Uh, but as mentioned, we have plans in the near future to integrate with the majority of streaming services. Mick, this is I, this is exciting. I mean, again, as I mentioned, you know, Apple's tried forever to to launch social and music, and Spotify had it and pulled out of it. And it just feels like it's the it's the big missing element in music services. And one thing Jay and I have always said is. At the end of the day, all these music services are the same. They've got the mm -hmm. same catalog of music. So it's what do they do beyond music that differentiates and gives me a reason to join. Now, Spotify, to me, I just personally feel like has, has better algorithms, better playlisting than the other services, although because of my job, I'm on all of them. But as a user, it seems like Spotify is it. But Social is just a gaping hole on all of this. It's sort of like they still want their platforms to be nothing more than a, a radio, basically. Just come here, click the play, and then leave. And it's like, 
we are in a social world and music fans love to yell about new bands they discover and you kind of got to go you got to leave you got to go somewhere else to do this so why not build the social network all around music couldn't agree more i mean music was the first you know, form of communication when we were, um, you know, chanting tribal hymns. So we think that there's nothing in the world more social than music, yet it lacks a a true digital space to thrive. So, um, you know, our thought is that the streaming services are doing great, just trying to grow their subscription amounts, and they're waiting for another company to nail the social aspect of music. Um, But, you know, what, what can't be argued is that social media and streaming services are converging. Um, you see this with TikTok, and we think that there should be a counterbalance to TikTok where in order to promote music, you don't have to dance on camera or create a video. You can actually just influence through the music itself and through the intended art form. Um, so that's really what we're trying to do at the end of the day is create a social media for music where you can showcase what you're listening to and tap into other people's music in a fun and easy way. Mick, I know you got to run. Um, where can our listeners go to get more information, to sign up, to kick the tires? Yeah, on iOS or Android, you can just search Needle Music in the App Store. You'll see our beautiful circular logo with a lot of colors. Otherwise, our website is www.needlemusic.co and then at needle.music on most socials. Um, so yeah, excited to excited to hear your music, Michael. I'm gonna check it out after this. You know, you know one and, one uh, one 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 thing I gotta there. give you thumbs up on is when I downloaded the app on my iPad, you've actually got an iPad formatted <laughs> app, which takes the whole real estate screen, unlike so many startups who just throw the iPhone app onto an iPad screen and don't take advantage of it. I'm just like yeah, you know, we're th- doing our best. Up. It's still not it's still not formatted as well as we'd like on iPad. But yeah, we have gyms that use needle and you know personal trainers that will just be able to tap in to whoever their training's music um on an hourly basis. So there's there's a lot of utility in being able to leverage individual people or brands music at the swipe of your thumb. So um excited to connect, really appreciate your time and look forward to staying in touch. Thanks so much, man. Visit DiscMakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. This excites me, I got to tell you. I, you know, I love social networks. And and as, as I was saying to Mick, I feel like these streaming services have just dropped the ball when it comes to creating engagement and social networks. Yeah, you can build a playlist. Yes, you can share your songs somewhere else, but within the networks themselves, there's no there's no community being built within Spotify or Apple Music. Um, so adding this layer, which again, Apple Music has failed to be able to do, Spotify pulled it out after initially launching some some basic you know social networking features. Um, I am, I'm actually excited to get myself fully on board and, and checking out needle music and, you know, earning myself some points to become a verified curator. Um, cause in this day and age, I don't know about you, but I get my music advice, I guess, from my friends more than media outlets. 
media outlets are kind of news, but when it comes to what's good and what's not good, I trust my friends because I know what my friend's music taste is. I know what they like. We share common interests. That's a lot more important to me than some magazine reviewing a new release and, and trying to analyze it. I just want to know, does the, does my buddy who I just went to a concert with like this? And if he does, there's a good chance I will. So I'm excited. Uh, I encourage everybody to take a look at needle music. Um, let's, let's have a little discussion on what you think about social networking in the music space, head over to, um, bands in town dot musicbizweekly.com and uh let's have a discussion on the bands in town artist community page where we've got all of our episodes up there i want to specifically know a couple things do you remember apple ping what was wrong with that in your mind do you remember when spotify used to have more networking features watching what your fan what your friends were listening to being able to message other people within spotify um, and then beyond that, what kind of social networking would be important to you as a musician, as an artist, so you can have more engagement with your fans, you know, beyond just what we can do right now, which is you can share that song to Twitter, you can share it to any place else out there. But if you were to have your dream social network built around music. What were some, what are some of the features you want included? Music, videos, tour dates, news, merch. I don't know. Let me know. Let's talk about it on the artist community over at Bands in Town. Um, that's it. Quick mention. Thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for your continued support. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. If you've got a product or a service that you want to get in front of our listeners week in and week out, reach out to Jay or myself, and we'll talk to you about a sponsorship. We are just weeks away from breaking a million listens on the Music Biz Weekly podcast. So if you got a product, this is the place to put it so it gets, it, it gets seen and the people in your target audience who are our listeners are informed and know all about it. So again, reach out to us. We'll be happy to chat with you. That's it, everybody. Music Biz Weekly podcast. We'll see you next Musicians week. and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship this opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by... JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.